Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there, me, just dropping in the beginning of the episode, uh, just to say that this weekend we are going to be part of a charity stream that our friend Garrett is hosting in aid of Battersea Dog Shelter. Um, Garrett has been on the podcast before, so you know and love him, maybe. Um, so join us this weekend. There'll be links in the description below, also on our Twitter, social media, whatever. Uh, come along, have some spooky Halloween fun. Play some games with us, do whatever you do, uh, and give some money if you can to uh, Batsy Dog Shelter, because it's it's a good cause. Uh, Who doesn't love dogs? On with this bloody wild ride of a podcast. And there's going to be spoilers. I didn't. I'm not going to include the other thing. It will make it too long. So spoilers, spoilers, and here's the intro music. Hello and welcome back to another Happy Pod, the spooky wookie show where we talk about movies and pop culture and try to be a little bit more positive and optimistic. We don't always succeed, but we do have a spooky wookie and fun time doing it. My name is Nathan Spooky Wookie Bauer, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host Lawrence Spooky Wookie High C. How are you today on the spookiest, wookiest day of the year? I'm feeling pretty spooky and also wooky. Right, well, um, there's no need for that, is there? Sorry, yeah, and I took it too far. You're right. You did. Yeah, it was what you were doing was good, and I came in. And I just, I just fluffed it, didn't I? Straight away. Which is what usually happens on this podcast, if if I'm being honest. I think it's time you get yourself a new host. To be honest, Sila, you're up. <laughs> no, no, don't take this from me. Not, not him, please. <laughs> um i'm i'm yeah i'm feeling exquisitely spooky it's not quite halloween but on the time of oh you know it it, it, has it been halloween yet yeah it's coming out tomorrow it's it's halloween on sunday 
Right now yeah. it's Friday, but people will so listen to this whenever, probably in like six years. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you if you wait longer than two days on this podcast, it's out of date and no longer is relevant to you. Unless, of course, you're listening to it like a year later. In which case, welcome to Halloween 2022. I love um, the popular social networking site Meta. <laughs> what? What's Meta? <laughs> it's Facebook. Zuckerberg announced that he's changing the name to Meta today. Oh God! Isn't uh, doesn't Trump made like a social media as well this 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 week? Has he? I think so. It's called like um, Truth or something. Ah, uh, no, ironically, <laughs> very no brand. truth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. This is going to be the greatest social media site in the world. Okay, you're it's really proud of Facebook. You can do one impression, and you're very proud of it, aren't you? <laughs> Look, okay. When I, when you have one impression, you milk it for all it's worth. It doesn't even work over audio because ninety percent of it is the the facial uh, the facial imitation and the hand movements. It's but true. still. It's, I'm still quite proud of it, yes. Yeah, well, I like it, and I think you do a good job. <clears throat> Thank you. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Anyway, happy spooky-wookie time. Thank you. It's, it's been a very spooky evening. I've just finished watching the spooky-wookie movie we're talking about. Cool, we'll get to that in a second. Um, Why'd you always I do have... this? Again, again, <laughs> you're doing it again. <laughs> I told you I had a fun little story. Well, kick, kick us off with your story, then. Why are you waiting? <laughs> you, you might just want to cut this out. Um, I'll, I'll try talk about this without giving away where I work. Uh, but today, while I was at work, um, a, a let's say a customer. They're not a customer, but a customer is the closest word I can use. Uh, a customer was unhappy with a decision that was made. So they wrote in their online account, because these customers have online accounts, that yep. they were going to come down to the place where we work and shoot and kill everyone there. Um, and we obviously have to take any kind of threat like that extremely seriously. Uh. So the police were called. We had armed police officers inside the building waiting the person in question was an ex-prisoner and a farmer, so it was very likely that he actually did have a weapon. And, <laughs> and uh, he, he never came down, but we did hear that a little later during the day he was arrested. Uh, so, so there you Fucking... go, that was my day. Yeah. That is, that's a spooky wooky day. <laughs> it's the spookiest wookiest time of the year, that's what I'm saying. That is very spooky. Do you reckon he was doing it to be on brand with Halloween? Do you reckon mm. if it was any other time of the year he'd have let it slide? No, I think he was just a fucking idiot. How how severe was the was like what the decision he was unhappy with? Like, is he rightfully fucked off? I have no idea what it is. I <laughs> it, I have no idea. It could be something very mundane and simple. <laughs> Sometimes people do freak out over the simplest things. Yeah. I, yeah, I once, I uh, the other week, I had a uh, again a customer <laughs> get very angry um, because I asked him to come into the place for an appointment, uh, and he was very unhappy with that. And he said he absolutely will not do it. I'm not going to wear a mask. I'm not going to sanitize my hands. I'll spread COVID around. See how you like that. And I'm just like, all right, okay. It takes more <laughs> energy to be like this. I like, know it's just so frustrating. Stop being a dick. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really not that, not that difficult. Anyway, so so that was my day. That was that was your day. My day was less eventful. Uh, I had no one threatening my life, which was nice. Uh, I also saw I also saw my mum. So shout out Mary. 
Well, I spoke to my mum. Well, I saw her on FaceTime, so shout out Tess. Shout out Tess and Mary, the mums of the pod. Mums of the pod. <laughs> we couldn't be where we are with this extremely <laughs> successful podcast without the support and love of Mary and Tess. It's true. It's very true. They've got their own spin-off pod coming soon. Mums, uh, uh, another happy mum. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> another happy mum is a video I've watched online. <laughs> oh, Lawrence, uh, please. <laughs> Lower the tone. On the off chance that my mum is ever listening to this, I don't know what that reference is, and I've never watched anything online. That's a lie. What What did we watch today? <laughs> is, a, is a question I have for you. We watched. Ah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Do you see what I did there? I. This is the thing. I see what you did there, and I can even appreciate <clears throat> the the intent. Uh, yes. it, the execution was the thing I had the problem with. Well, I didn't want to. Um, I didn't want to scream very loudly, but we watched Scream. Yeah, we did. We did. Uh, well, I, it, uh, uh, please allow me. Please, <laughs> please. <laughs> one of one of my one of my personal favorite horror movies. Probably my favorite. Um, yeah. I first saw it when I was about like oh, know, 13, 14 or something uh, and, and just instantly fell in love with it. Yes. Yeah. It really is just one of the, one of the classic horror movies and Oh very, yeah. Very good. I, I watched it the same, same thing. I watched mm. it when I was 13. So that would have been like eight years after you watched it. Um, <laughs> cool. Thanks. <laughs> uh, and, um, yeah, I, I don't. I, I I didn't remember who the killers were. Um, oh, did you not? Spoiler alert! God, come on, there's a spoiler alert up top. This, well, do you think? We're, do you think we're going to go through this whole thing and not <laughs> not mention it? Um, but yeah, so it's, it's Shaggy from Scooby Doo. I was uh, going to say, I have a note here. Matthew Lillard, Shaggy himself. Yeah, is the, is one of the screen murderers. Um, and boy, boy, <clears throat> oh boy, we'll get to him. Um, yeah. Because uh, yeah, but I I watched this when I was thirteen. I think I'd like I must have watched the first half because it all seemed vaguely familiar up till that point, and then yeah. it was about a point halfway through. I went, I don't recall any of this. <laughs> um, so I I think I I think what I've done is I've watched it like at a mates, and then we've like switched it off halfway through <laughs> or something. I think I think what I did because I remembered a certain plot point that was just not in this movie at all, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh, I think I'm thinking of Scary Movie, which is uh, obviously the parody of this." Yeah, um, and and terrible. to be honest, easy to easy to make that mistake if you don't yeah. recall it because they, they, it's the same costume. That's like one of the jokes in this is how easy I mean, the costume is to replicate. I mean, Scary Movie is pretty much like a shot-for-shot remake of this almost, but yeah. much, much worse. Um, because this is an actually well-made movie. Um, I like this. I think this is really good. I thought it was amazing. I had so much fun watching this. Yeah. Um, the What I will say, first of all, um, first of all, the opening is great. Um, the scene with Drew Barrymore and the the whole the whole sequence. Yeah. Uh, but my experience of it was was slightly ruined because I actually started watching this last night. Okay. Um, oh no. And I I watched it on Amazon Prime. Now the thing is, this movie is free on Amazon Prime as long as you watch it with ads. So, so yeah, I put yeah. it on, and I was like, oh, how bad can it be? <laughs> so I was like, I'll say 3 99 whatever. 
So I put it on, I get through the entire first sequence, the title card comes up, and then it skips to about 90 seconds of ads, and I'm like, my <laughs> fucking God, this is bad. And then I like, <laughs> and then I like tap the screen, because I was on my iPad. Uh, and you know how like you can see where the ads are? There was literally like fucking 50 of them. So I'm like, oh, no, no. F- fuck this. I'm not doing this. Yeah. <laughs> and then thankfully you just bought it today. So. Yeah, I, I, I did. The, I had the exact same thought process. I, I just went on, I went on Prime. Um, or I Googled it, like what streaming service is it on? Um, and it said like, oh, you can watch it on Prime free with ads. And I went, yeah, no, get fucked. <laughs> I, I didn't even bother trying. I was like, no, it's three ninety nine. I will buy it. I think it's a good, it's a good movie from what I can recall. So I'll just, yes. I'll just buy it. Um, yes. Yeah, I'm just picturing like the mask is about to come off, and suddenly it's like, is Hello Fresh worth the price? <laughs> At first, I was skeptical too. <laughs> just, just right in the way of all the good bits. Yeah, um, it's oh, we we as a society just need to completely get rid of ads. But we especially in horrors, like yes, building oh. tension, and then suddenly it's like it's fucking Raid Shadow Legends or whatever. <laughs> it's like get the fuck out. <laughs> it's, it's just not worth it at all. Not worth the the free. 99 you'll save or whatever so i mean look if any if any ads people are actually listening it is how i make my money <laughs> so, <laughs> so don't stop doing ads on things because i no. need to pay rent this jumps straight into it like the one thing i really appreciate this is there's no fucking around like yeah within 30 seconds you're like here's the here's the drill <laughs> here's what's going on yeah yeah you you straight away introduced to like the, the the basic premise you know the teen horror teen on the phone watching a movie scary killer in the house and it's straight away it's it's hitting you with like every single trope of a, of a horror movie because that's that's what this is it literally spells out horror movie tropes the whole way through the whole thing is very yeah. meta which which works really well in the movie normally if, if you're normally watching a horror movie and it's just following these these tropes beat for beat you're like oh i've seen this a thousand times like this is just way too predictable this is not predictable though it's, no it's, it's it, not it's not what i found with this is like the moment you're starting to suspect someone the movie knows that you are and then it also starts to suspect them too because you might be thinking oh what if the dad did it and then the movie's like oh maybe the dad did it and then yeah. you're like, oh, maybe <laughs> yeah. it was maybe it was the boyfriend and then it's like oh maybe it was the boyfriend look he's got a phone yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. as everyone the, does yeah. yeah it was oh side note when uh when billy uh Sydney's boyfriend gets arrested one of my favorite lines is the police officer saying so what were you doing with a cellular phone sir that is a sign of the times right there <laughs> yeah what's this going on like, what are you calling on your phone you what is this team? magic contraption that you have here young man <laughs> a landline in your pocket what <laughs> uh, yeah it's this is it, yeah it, it, it is a, it is a sign of the times kind of thing in this like it's it, it is very much like a like a a horror film in a bottle isn't it because this yeah. film does not work the second you take it out of the year it is oh no um, but well we're getting a new one next year i'm excited to see what what that's like um but, just, but yeah just, hey, oh did he make a call yeah triangulate his position <laughs> all right we got him we fucked yeah. him up it's fine <laughs> there's a whole there's a whole plot point about them checking call records and it literally takes them days to to establish yeah. if a call <laughs> was made and like you can just see that on your like it's just there yeah <laughs> yeah crazy 
Just but load one... up your previous calls and be like, <laughs> be like, look, there it is. <laughs> one one thing I did enjoy as well is when uh, the killer was in <laughs> Sydney's house and, and the phone line was cut. So then she runs up to her room and she makes the call on the computer. Oh, well. fuck. <laughs> I, I have a note there and I had no idea what was going on at first, right? So to, to set the scene, if you haven't watched it in a while, the, the killer is literally <clears throat> at the door. Um, and is and is kind of trapped, which with a nice setup that was earlier, like the door gets trapped with another door if you put it in a certain way. Um, so he's got his arm through, like he's brandishing his knife, and she's there. She fucking whips open like MSN fucking dot org or whatever, and and just and starts making a call, but she's typing it out, and it takes so long. I'm there, literally thinking, your bed is made of metal bars. <laughs> fuck him up <laughs> she's she's got like a text to like speech kind of thing going on not it's not really that it's just like like the phone like the computer says nine what this is 911 what is your emergency like the police have a live chat feature somehow in fucking yeah. 1997 which i just thought was hilarious so i've 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 ran a live chat before as part of a job Yes. No, no one. I don't care if they're police or not. No one is getting back to you on in time for that situation to be resolved. And, and to be honest, what you're what you're gonna get for the first five messages is a bot that takes you to the place you need to go to speak to someone relevant. Like you're yeah. not gonna. There's there's no chance. Like you're dead. That's true. That's true. I see that you're trying to be. I see that you're getting killed. One moment while I connect you to an agent. Yeah. Oh, everyone's busy at the minute. Actually, we're wondering if you could take a number and call us back. Um, <laughs> Try yeah, this... checking out our FAQ for more help. <laughs> uh, so I, I wrote. There's a few things I wrote down in this, um, and they kind of they kind of a bit null and void because like the entire time the movie's like her boyfriend's a nice guy, but like like as in like everyone is like oh I couldn't be that dude. He's a nice yeah. guy and he loves her. And I'm like, why is everyone blind to the fact that this guy is a grade A dick? Like he's, this, he's such a dick. <laughs> he's, he's he's like, what, what did he say? Like I I wrote it down at one point. He said like he said. I think we're probably thinking of the same thing. He said like, uh, your mum's been dead for a year. Get yeah. over it. Yeah, <laughs> like, mate. No, but, but like, put it in the context of what we've seen in the movie. It's like my mum and dad split up. But don't like, like you know, like don't worry that yours got raped and murdered. <laughs> but also, you know, I, I know that you almost got murdered last night. But I really want to fuck. So <laughs> when is this going to stop being a problem? <laughs> I know. My oh. my my mum moved to a different house, uh, and and yours got murdered. Well, this is the same scenario. <laughs> <laughs> we have exactly the same childhood trauma here okay yeah your your mum is a bad person and, and fuck you <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I love the fact that everyone in the school is like really nonchalant about it like there's a point where they actually find out that like their principal has been gutted like a fish yes. and they're like party school's <laughs> out and i'm like for a starters your school won't be out like, yeah just carry on with another principal well, like he's not the only man alive that can run a school <laughs> but, uh, but also, well you see I, <laughs> yeah it's very true also though that i thought there was a few like weird reactions around that not necessarily the principal getting killed but um more so the fact that sydney herself just literally the night before survived an attempted murder attack is going to school like eight hours later literally the best idea yeah. Is that is that a good idea? I mean, maybe it is. I don't know, but no, I wouldn't have thought the, so. The police, the police force in this are brain dead. Like there, there is so many 
dumb things occur, which, yes. which, is, which can only be described. There's, there comes a certain point where you go, that's a bit of a dumb decision. But it gets to a point in the movie where you go, are the police actively trying to kill her? Or is this just negligence to the highest degree? Like, it's, some of this shit so, is outrageous. Like, they, they put the town under a curfew, and then yes. the brother of her best friend, who is a police officer, drops her off and goes, ah, it's just kids having fun. What could go wrong? There's not a mass murderer loose or anything. So, um, f- first, Dewey was one of my favourite characters in this movie. Yeah. I thought he had some of the funniest lines in it. First of all, when, when he goes to the party, he goes, to the party with Monica from Friends, and then he's he's just like, "You're underage, you can't drink." And he takes a beer off the gun. He's like, "No, nah, I'm just kidding. Have a good night." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's good. That was he, fucking he was, hilarious. He was my suspect for most of the movie. He was well, the one that and then this guy is and it. see, this is the plot point that I'm remembering from Scary Movie because I think the twist in Scary Movie is that he was the killer all along. And that he's not like an idiot. He's actually a very intelligent person and actually a very handsome Aye. person somehow. Um, but but that wasn't the case. <laughs> like I said, that was yeah. a scary movie. But then <laughs> uh, another line of his, which just really made me laugh as well, uh, when he, he's walking off with uh, the reporter, Monica, again. And he's, he just, it's not even a proper line. It's just like fading off in the background as they walk away. But he just says, do you know what constellation that is? And she's like, no, what is it? And he's just like... Yeah. I don't know. That's why I was asking. <laughs> yeah, and it's not even that good a line, but it just made me laugh a lot. It's just—I think it's just—he's—he is in his own world in this entire movie, and he like, really is. not a th- not a single threat of murder is going to take him down from just living his life. Yeah, uh, which which is very funny. And uh, yeah. Hats off to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He, he does it good, and he dies right. He, he gets he he gets stabbed, but he doesn't die. He's okay. put in. He's put into the ambulance at the uh, at the end of the movie. So I was like, because there comes the point, like in the third act of this movie, right? So people that die in this movie are dead, right? They 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 die and they stay dead up until for the, the most third, part. Yeah, up until the third act of this. There movie. There is one character who has like four death scenes. Yeah, well, that that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, but it's up, like it gets to the third, and then it's like you could get stabbed, but you're fine. You could also get stabbed like again, but you're fine. Um, didn't like there were people that came into the scene. I was like, aren't you dead? Like who, I swear who? you're dead. Who? The um, like, the, what, the movie for, guy. Uh, who's the movie? Guy? Oh uh, no no no. So the um, who was it? The what's her boyfriend's name? Billy is that Billy? Name? Billy. Yeah. Yeah. There's because he gets obviously I found out why in the end. Um, yes. Because he gets um, like he gets, I guess fake stabbed. Yeah. So um, the, the clever. I actually have a note of this. I really like the moment when he gets fake stabbed because if you watch it back, it's so obvious. It's yeah. so painfully obvious that he's not getting stabbed. His back is to the camera the entire time. You don't actually see the knife enter his body at all. Even when the killer pulls the knife away, there's no blood on it. And then he rubs his hand across it to, like, I guess, smear the blood on to make it seem like he has stabbed him. It's ah. actually it's really cleverly done. If like at first, obviously, you're not going to notice it the first time you watch it. Yeah. Um. But like, you'll probably just think, oh, cheesy '90s horror movie, whatever, low budget. Um. But then you you watch it back once you know the twist and you start to look for little things like that. It's so painfully obvious. There's not even any holes in his shirt. It's it's just like red <laughs> smeared down him. Um, yeah. So it's really cleverly well done. I think that is good. Yeah. No. I I like I say I did not notice it at all. But it, it like it it caused uh, my suspicions were kind of roused a little bit when he was like it it, it was about ten minutes in movie time after he'd been stabbed. Um, 
and then he just kind of like wanders downstairs and is like, <laughs> it's fine. And she's like, you, you, how you got stabbed? And he's like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. And then just lets all his <laughs> lets all his homies in. And then I'm like, and I'm like, what? You like, as far as I was concerned, you're dead. You're 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 stabbed through the heart, dead upstairs. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that that was my first uh, red flag. But I um, we'll get to the reveal because I have okay. thoughts. Um, one yeah. thing I want to say quickly, um, this is, it's, it's, a, it's often called a horror comedy and it's, and it's easy to see why, cause it is yeah. a horror movie. It is also a comedy movie cause it is very funny at times. The, the absolute funniest part of this movie and it, it fucking killed me. It completely caught me off guard cause I had forgot about this scene completely. So I almost fell off my chair laughing. It was so good. The the principal, Henry Wilk, Henry Winkler, Fonzie himself, he's like hearing knocking at his door. So he's looking around and stuff, trying to find who's knocking. Eventually it's the killer. He gets stabbed or whatever. But yeah. before that happens, he opens the door and he's like, who's there? Who's doing that, you little shit? And then you see the janitor who's just dressed yeah. as Freddy Krueger. Yeah. 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 And he's like, you don't mean me, Dean. He's like, no, Freddy, not you. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's it's such a stupid throwaway gag, but he cracked me up. Yeah, oh, it was. So, do you know that's Wes Craven himself as well? Is it? Yeah, that's Wes Craven as Freddy. <laughs> Fuck's sake! I mean, yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, no, that did crack me up because it's just it's and it's such a garish Freddy costume as well. Like yeah. it almost looks like a Freddy fan like cosplay kind of thing. It's um, it's so it's very cheaply made and yeah, it's, it's just so good. Uh, that's that's what I like throughout this the entire time. You just reminded of other horror movies. You know, Halloween is playing at one point. Obviously, Freddy Krueger. Uh, just so many different ones are, are, are talked about, and and I think that's what works well in this. Oh, for sure. This is this movie survives. Uh, like th- this could have gone down a road if if the studio cut just maybe five or so scenes or like lines from scenes. Everyone would be like, "This is the most generic shit ever." But it's the yeah. they're so smart in the in, in like the 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 approach to address the tropes and yeah. make it like a game, and then kind of weave the game thing into the killing. Um, but it's like it's from the opening scene, it spells out very differently to like this is this is going to be very familiar, but very different as well. Yeah, massively. Um, yeah, and it's and it's and it's it's very well done. I I maintain uh, just because you bring the principal up. Um, he deserved to die. He was a oh, dick. He was a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not being funny, but if you value your career and your life, and there's um, a murderer running around, and your thought for two for two disobedient teenage boys, right? I know, unheard of. They're the most obedient people on the planet. Um, yeah. Is to bring them into your office, brandishing your fucking enormous shear like scissors. First of all, I just want to say the sound dubbing on those scissors impeccable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like it reminded me of that scene, you know, in Doctor Who, in the the end of the time when David Tennant's turning the gun around, and every second there's the big reloading <laughs> click every time he does it. Yeah, it, yeah it's kind of like that. Only there's a big like sheathing knife sound every it's... time he like knocks the scissors. Closer to that with um, with uh, Doctor Who still is, you know, the Cyberman conversion machine. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And it's just like the scissors, and they're like shing shing, yeah. So that's, but yeah, no, it, it is like that. But then he's also like his first thought is to be like, no, if like they're like, oh come on, sir, you can't expel us, and he's like, no, it's not fair. Do you know what would be fair if I could rip you open and fuck you like a dog? You fuck your guts, I'm gonna kill you all. And like he's pushing his scissors up into a guy's chest, and I'm like, you have a duty of care. Like also, <laughs> you're, you're also- fired. He's also pretty creepy as well, because like when Sydney comes in for the interview, the way he just like puts his like hand underneath her chin or whatever, I just thought, oh, that's just a yeah. little, that's a little creepy. Yeah, he was he very much so deserved to die in that movie. Um, there's a few do people. Know, that do you know who didn't to die, deserve to die? Do you know Go who on. didn't deserve to die? R.I.P. to my absolute queen, uh, Tamer, Tamer, Tamer. Who's she? The friend, the, the best friend. friend. Yeah, the best friend girl. Yeah, she 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 got hard done by, but I also think that her own stupidity led her to her demise. I think I've, no, I didn't. What, what do you mean by that? Right. So <laughs> this this brings me to another point, which I'll get to. Um, she's there. There's a murderer, right? And I get that the school has like a, a little ongoing joke that they keep dressing up, but why take the chance? She goes fucking like eye level with him. And goes, oh, is you the scary guy? Should I bloody, like, should I play the role of the girl? Oh, I want to be in the sequel. Why take the chance? Why do it? (laughs) Because, again, it's messing with the tropes, though, isn't it? Again, she's spelling out the tropes of horror movies, quite literally. Um, So so I, I see where you're coming from. I do, but... I'm also more forgiving of this movie than I should be, just because <laughs> yeah, just yeah. because it is a little meta and a little. I mean, it's it's a double edged sword, isn't it? Like it, it yeah. is a double edged sword, yeah. But the um, all right, the the other dumb thing is, <laughs> you know, she must know. I know that I couldn't fit through <laughs> a, no. a, cat, a cat flap. All right. Yes. <laughs> I know that I couldn't. She must have some own predetermined notion of how much she weighs or like or the size of her body cuz most human beings can't fit through a cat flap. Come and on, that, man. she doesn't need a body shamer. No, come on. There's a lot of body shaming in this to be fair. Um <laughs> there's was yeah. it one was it the um the the camera guy who's like devoted to getting this story with this with this reporter woman she's he misses it by like five seconds and she's like move your fat ass you fat motherfucker and like just goes at him for no reason um yeah yeah cruel very cruel uh shout out to monica she plays that part very well um it's nice to see her doing you know something different from monica playing a a a bitch i guess which i think is how courtney cox herself described this character fucking love the moment when sydney just clocks her (laughs) yeah yeah it's great (laughs) it's just so sydney first of all sydney oh what a fucking queen okay she is just the probably the best final girl any horror movie has ever had she takes no shit she's brutal she's a fucking unit and the way she just clocks that reporter i yeah. i'm here for it i mean she's it. not only that she is incredible at surviving she doesn't get out of situations through luck she gets out of it by straight up martial artsing her way out and then like flipping over beds and shit like she is i'm not joking i wrote this down uh let me just try and find the note to to read it verbatim um <laughs> uh so I can't find it, but I know it because Sydney. Um, there's a moment towards the end where uh, Shaggy, the killer, uh, comes out from his cupboard, and she straight up does a judo flip on him. Uh, and and it's not like just a flip; 
it's I watched it back. It is called a Tomonagi roll, uh, <laughs> and it is legitimately a judo flip. Okay, um, like the hand placements were there. Everything is perfect, and it's executed flawlessly. I can only assume that she's had some judo lessons in the. This past. is what I'm saying. She's not just your average scream queen. She's not just someone there to look pretty, scream, and and survive by luck until the end. She she actually gets shit done yeah. which is it's it's really good to see i think a, a lot of the female characters in this are actually like really strong and really well written i think i think it's which is which is <laughs> rare for a late 90s <laughs> it uh, is yeah. it's very rare yeah um but but yeah it's really well done i think um what was i gonna say yeah here's just a quick dumb fun note i have why does tatum have two beds you're not wrong uh, about <laughs> maybe her and her brother who knows um Maybe once we maybe I uh, so there's there's a thing that keeps reoccurring in this right and I think it, it should have been addressed. Um, yeah. Everyone that dresses so basically everyone that kind of gets caught and there's um there's a you know caught in the room with a killer or like someone dressed as the killer. Every single one of them goes, "Is that you, Randy? Are you fucking <laughs> around, Randy? Someone arrest Randy if he's this <laughs> prolific running around in his costume." Just arrest him. <laughs> Surely Randy is a suspect at this point. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. Is there, wasn't Randy one of the kids who was doing it in the school, though? Isn't that a thing? Yeah, maybe. But, I mean, like, the, I presume he didn't stop doing it because he got expelled. He'd probably yeah. still invited to the party as well. Like, I don't know. One of them One of them things I was just like, <laughs> Randy is extremely well known for doing this, and it's only been a couple of days. <laughs> Can you imagine um, being at a house party... Like, you're having a few drinks, you're at a house party, you're having a good time, and then someone's like, hey, what horror movie should we watch? And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking insane? <laughs> now, Nathan, I can't let you sit here and be hypocritical, because whilst we've never done that, we are exactly the type of people to take the first space on the sofa and Listen, just put on something dumb. I did feel represented in this movie, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's a whole different thing, okay? <laughs> for, for context, me and Nathan once uh, got really drunk on a sofa of some house party and just relentlessly told the same person that he was a neek because he drove the Corsa. Um, and, <laughs> and, and that happened. And for, he had no idea he was playing. <laughs> no. <laughs> I felt he very was bad. very. He was very much like thinking he was. This is this is this. We come off bad in this story. But we do very actually. Much yeah, he <laughs> was. We're bullies. Yeah, he very much thought he was part of our banner, but he was just there, calling him a spice boy and, and talking about FIFA and all this sort of stuff. Uh, if you, if there's uh, a chance that you are a spice boy, you drive a course around, <laughs> you play FIFA, and you still listen to this podcast, we're not talking about you. Thanks for listening. I am amazed. And I'll tell you this. You know that you know the meme of like the four tickets to Joker, please. <laughs> yes, I know it I, well. So those guys, right? Those kind of dudes. The the Fight Club is the best movie ever written, dudes. Right. Patrick Bateman is the greatest <laughs> cinematic character ever written. Yep, exactly. Yeah. I am amazed <clears throat> that they didn't pick up and run with the quote, life's a movie, but you can't pick the genre. <laughs> I am yeah that's, that's I am a good genuinely point. flawed that I've never heard that come up in like some awful film Twitter comment section kind of thing I, uh, that's the kind of thing like someone would have tattooed on them isn't it it, it really is in like the swirly writing that everyone's yeah. got yeah <laughs> tattoo artists have one fun <laughs> I can imagine Quentin Tarantino having that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just on both of his feet yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, do you want to talk about the reveal then? Because yeah, this when I first saw this, it blew my fucking mind. <laughs> like, I, I, I was thirteen. I was not that familiar with horror tropes at all. Not that this, not that this part. This actually subverts a lot of tropes. This particular bit. Um, but but the actual reveal of Billy actually is the killer. But twist, twist, twist. There's two killers. I was like, oh my fucking god! My yeah. entire world had done a fresh <laughs> prince and was flipped, turned upside down. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I had never known that cinematic stories could make me feel like this, and it was a life-altering event for me. How was it for you? So, yeah, this this was. Um... It, it was fucked. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it's a gr- it's a great reveal, and I really like that how they're um. It, it's the whole movie has led you to believe that Billy is like the entire the, for the entire thing. I should have seen it coming because for the yeah. entire thing, the movie's like Billy's like, what do I have to do to show you I'm not a killer? I'm a good guy, um, and all of this. Um, it, it it shocked me. It did surprise me, and I love the thing that I love the reveal that there's two of them because it just means that like. Even if I was right, even if I guess Billy, there's still a little extra surprise for someone that wasn't yeah. smart enough. Um, and it's and that's always a, is a great thing to do. Is it them that actually, do they actually provide the voices for the phone call at the beginning? No, 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 no. So there's, it's like someone who was, oh, I don't know the name, but it's it's someone else. Um, someone else, basically. The, something Jackson. I think he was like part of the crew or something. It was just like supposed to be a temp voice. Like they were just like, oh yeah, use that for now. Do the phone call because they actually did the phone calls for real. Just do the phone call. We'll use your voice and then we'll double over it later with someone else. Um, but it actually worked really well. Wes Craven really liked it. And he thought, yeah. fuck it, we'll just keep it. So that's how it works. Yeah, out. it's it's because I I say that because <clears> when when Shaggy pulls out his like little phone thing and that and goes hello sydney i was like yeah it's, that's not the same dude <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not the same voice um which i thought no. was funny yeah. The, um yeah no, there's it, it, firstly that voice like i genuinely the opening scene to this is crack like it's so good it really um, is and it, it's and you're sad that you're on the edge of your seat for the entire thing uh, for uh, halfway through the movie i thought to myself i the obvious choice would have been to have the opening scene be Sydney's mum and it be like the year prior. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, true actually. Yeah. But but I was but then I kind of thought, no, it's a nice cap off. And also like Drew Barrymore, throw her in. She's a yeah. she's a woman of the era, so love her in because it will sell. Um Charlie's and- Angels had just come out or will just come out. One of the two. <laughs> yeah, one of the two, but <laughs> she's a big name. Um yeah. no, it, firstly the opening scene is 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 impeccable anyway. It's just so 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 good. Um and then the end for me and i don't know if you feel the same and i'm gonna touch back on four tickets to joker please okay because i just felt like as much as i loved it and i still think it works it it is a little bit two guys two actors got told you get to do your joker impressions now and they and they son two guys that have been like fairly normal this entire time, but then are suddenly so dramatically unhinged. I'm I like, will agree. Uh, I will agree with you about Billy. 
Uh, I you think Billy. I'm thinking way more Shaggy? No, see, I think Shaggy was amazing. I think I loved how fucking unhinged he was. But mm. I he he'd been unhinged throughout the movie, not to that extreme. He was holding back beforehand. I feel like that's his moment to really let loose and be himself. Um, but there, he was a little bit like kooky and wild throughout the entire movie. He wasn't just some straight laced normal guy. So it's yeah. not like a complete one eighty. And I loved the stuff. Stuff he was doing it was really fucking oh, bizarre don't, don't get me wrong there. in terms of like the performance it's good and it works but yeah. it just i couldn't help but think of it and i see, and i wonder but, uh, if i'd seen what, it in like like at a younger age or even see, in the this 90s is, this is what i'm saying this is what i'm seeing i think you're you're uh what's the right word you're you're spoiled or ruined uh by living in a post joker world i think <laughs> being, being, because yeah. of that you're 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 comparing it to you know walking phoenix and his big pants and dancing on the stairs to a pedophile song or whatever um <laughs> so you 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 automatically will think of this over the top here's my moment to to be crazy and shine type of thing yeah so uh, i just, i think that's definitely part of it you you want a motive, Sydney? You want a motive? Well, sometimes you've got no motive other than society. Da -da 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 -da. I, just just jumping on that. No, that was a good good joke, by the way. Um, but, <laughs> Thanks. Nothing says good I, joke like <laughs> like the phrase "good joke." By the way, but I I did love that stuff about like you know uh, the whole thing about you know what's scarier than having a motive? Not having a motive because if someone's just doing this just for fun, then that's that's terrifying because it's true. It is. If if there's a killer just out there doing it just because they want to, rather than some big story about revenge or whatever, that is infinitely scarier. Yeah. One one of my favorite horror movies is uh The Strangers. Um it's just a story about like a couple who who come home from a wedding and throughout the night they're they're attacked and 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 tormented by these three strangers and 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 later towards the end of the movie Liv Tyler asks them why you, why are you doing this and one of them just says because you were home that's it that's literally the reason why and it's fucking chilling because yeah, fuck. it could have been anyone else yeah that's fucked like it, it and <laughs> I, it, don't get me wrong, there is something infinitely more terrifying about it. And it's also, because it's, it's a kind of an unfamiliar concept. Like, not yeah. a lot of, so many screenwriters get so wrapped up in their horror epic being like, oh, yeah, and if we flash back at a certain point in the movie, you can get this clue. And it's because she says this about his mum or something like that. Like, just, do you know what I mean? Like, in a lesser movie, there would have been yeah. way more grit against the the mum uh, like the the boyfriend and the girlfriend dilemma kind of situation, and I think you do get kind of both sides of the coin though with this movie because you do get Billy who kind of has a motive with the whole mum thing, as weak a motive as it is, and fucking ridiculous, but it is kind of there. But then yeah. you also have Shaggy who just seems to be fucking insane and wants to have fun with this, and he's just like, "Yeah, stab me! Oh shit, I'm what dying." I, what I really <laughs> want is just a prequel scene where like <laughs> those two guys are in a room. And they like come up to do this, but they don't want to give away that they want to do it. So he's like, he's like, oh man, you didn't remember that? Yeah, you ever seen any scary movies? That would be cool if you know people did that. And he'd be like, yeah, not in real life though, right? And he's like, yeah, no, nah, no, nothing in real life unless. Uh... <laughs> like, I, I like the idea that they at one point they had would have had to have had that conversation where like yeah. if it goes wrong, they're risking everything here. 
Um, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> um, bottom line of it is, I, I, f- I fucking love this movie, man. It's it really is the the ultimate teen horror, I think, and I, I, that probably is coming from nostalgia. Um, but I think it's it's definitely worth a, I, a rewatch or a watch. I don't think it like it might be coming from nostalgia mm. from from your point of view, but I don't think it's unwarranted. Like no. again, I don't I don't have nostalgia for this. I barely remember watching it the first time. Couldn't remember the ending. Today was the first time I've sat down and dedicated the time to it, and it was great. Like yeah, the entire thing. I was like, this is fucking this is this is good stuff. There's do you a- do you? I'm not asking you. Because I'm not asking you in this question isn't me asking you to do the series for the podcast, but just in terms of the movie series itself, do you want to watch more of them? Like, does this make you want to watch the others? It's difficult. Okay, it is difficult mainly because of the fact that I know how these things go, and I know that when there's like five of them, yeah, they're not all going to be as good. I don't um, think they are, but I think the Scream series is quite highly regarded. I've only ever seen Scream One; I've not actually seen the others, so I'm quite interested to. Should to... we? Should, if this podcast ends up going for five years, <laughs> should, should we? Should we do Scream every every Halloween? Um, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe that might be a fun little tradition. I like, I like that, and then we'll run out of Scream one day, and we'll just cancel Halloween. Uh, <laughs> no, no one's allowed to celebrate anymore. Um, We'll we'll wrap up soon because but there's a few things I just wanted to just little moments I wanted to quickly appreciate. Sure. Um, so the phone the phone ring and I don't know if yes. this is intentional, but it is always like too many decibels higher than the rest of the sound mix. Oh. Okay. Because um, it's like I don't and again I don't know if that's a fact, but it seems it because every time it came on I went ah fuck like it's un- <laughs> it's unnerving as shit. Like, I think it's supposed. To, I do think that's intentional. Yeah, yeah. I do think you are getting a, a kind of jump scare moment with that. Yeah, yeah. And it's and it's and it's good, uh, but also like there's times where it like it goes on and on, like the phone just doesn't stop ringing, and you're like, someone pick up the fucking phone. It's terrifying <laughs> yeah. me. That's um, true. Yeah. Another moment. Uh, I get that like Sydney's not in the right frame of mind towards the end, but there's a good moment where she runs through a door and closes it and just clocks him straight in the head. Right, and Who's at that moment, who's she clocking? Uh, one of the killers running around. All right, um, yeah, whoever it was at that moment. Um, but yeah, I get, I get that she's not in the right frame of mind. But she, she clocks him in the door. He actually falls to the ground. Mm. <laughs> at that moment, I'm just like, h- half of me thinks that if I was in any sort of relative easy state of mind at that point, I'd just balls to the wall and just smash the head in with the door. <laughs> like <laughs> you do, like if you if you're genuinely confronted with death and you've just seen what you think is your boyfriend get stabbed in the in the chest. Mm. Right. I think I think you're risking it. Um, I think I I see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying, but I think that's part of Sydney's arc, though. Uh, just to be pretentious and dickhead about this for a moment, um, because you know she is at that time in the movie. She is you know running. She is take choosing to flight rather than fight. She is you know running out of the house and that sort of thing. Don't get her wrong. She'll definitely have a scrap if she gets up close to him. But she's choosing to run away rather than yeah. to, to stand her ground. And then obviously that builds up to the end where. She's like, nah, fuck this. I'm gonna turn the tables. I'm gonna fuck you both up now. Yeah. Um, and and she's she got, does. She's got time way. for jokes at the end. She she's, does. She's on the phone to them, like, how's it feel, bitch? Yeah, she's <laughs> she's got quips and everything, man. And yeah. the, the, just the moment where where they're just looking down and being like, careful, this is the this is the moment when the the killer comes back to life as a surprise jump scare ending. And then he does, and she just straight up fucking unloads one into his brain. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. 
because <laughs> like a part of me thought back to that and i was like the only thing that like basically what i thought was going to happen is you know when he said oh this is the moment the killer comes back for a, like a last chance attempt to finish his his kill or whatever yes uh, and then it actually like the, it actually happened the only thing that i was like uh i wish it didn't happen like just for like a little fun ending joke and then and then when sydney offloaded into him i was like no nah, this is better i like this version better. <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely a better choice yeah. i'm gonna quickly finish on uh two pieces of trivia i found on imdb that i thought were very funny <laughs> so first of all the use of caller id increased more than threefold after the release of this film Jesus I Christ. Yeah. I just think that's pretty funny. And again, the sign of the times. Uh, and this one is, is quite funny as well. The high school scenes were to be shot at Santa Rosa High School in California. However, very close to the shooting date, the school board read the script and denied the film to be shot there due to the violent nature, as they had been under the impression this film was a comedy. Uh, and production was moved to another school. As payback, director Wes Craven put in the end credits under the special thanks section and no thanks whatsoever to the Santa Rosa City High School District <laughs> Governing Board. <laughs> that's just very funny. Mate, that, that's great. That's the shit that you don't get today. Like, yeah, you never you never would be allowed to do that because of just the chance of of Twitter taking offended by it. Like, yeah, like it. Oh, it's that's good stuff. I like that. Also, R.I.P. Wes Craven. Gone too soon, man. Because this is was a fucking good movie. It was. Um, when did he die? Twenty fifteen. Ah, that sucks. That does suck. Um, did yeah, he direct great. the others? Did he go on to do the sequels? I'm not sure. I'm not sure to be honest. Um, I could we'll find out next Halloween. Yeah, exactly. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, but but yeah, overall, obviously, I mean, there's no shock. Clearly, we both enjoyed it. Um, a, a great Halloween movie, probably one that I, I'm gonna, you know, I might actually do this this Halloween tradition. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, yeah. and I, I'm I'm gonna watch them all now. I think I might watch them all in the next few days, and then get ready for for Scream Five in in January. So, I genuinely think I might. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's cool. Haha, <laughs> we have fun, Nathan, don't we? I definitely didn't take a break before recording this. Uh, if you like this episode uh, and you thought it was a jolly good time, or maybe even a spooky time, uh, spooky wooky time. Spooky wooky time, my apologies. Uh, you can listen to us next week or Friday, where it won't be spooky, but it should still be fun. Uh, we have new episodes that go live on Fridays at 10am, uh, and you can get a little post reminder if you follow us on our social medias, which are Twitter and Instagram, at Another Happy Pod. So give us a follow there, let us know what you think, maybe even suggest a little episode that we could do. Uh, you can also give us a review if you'd like to give us a review, but if you're going to be nasty, please don't. It will crush mine and Nathan's self-esteem. And we will probably get upset. And we've got like just enough listeners to do this. But then if we if we started losing any, it'd be like, what's the point? Because it takes about, you know, takes some time out of our week and we'd get upset. So don't do it. Oh, oh yeah. Also, um, sorry about that. But we're <laughs> next week. We're going to be doing this. So join us for that. That'll be fun. We don't know what it is, but we're about to find out. But we want to end the recording. See you next week, I guess. Goodbye. Farewell. Farewell. Have a spooky wooky time. Get some Halloween candy and say goodbye to your loved ones because I'm going to kill them. Goodbye, everyone. Hot oh, damn.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.